Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Season 3, Episode 7 of Quarantine for Your Thoughts. As always, I'm Ryan Carter. And I'm John Irvin, and we're so happy to have you back. It's, it's been a week. It has been a week. Mostly like a weekend. I feel like <laughs> the week itself isn't ever that exciting. It's just there's like three days usually only two that like makes up for the rest of it i agree um and we're gonna tell you about those two days i guess <laughs> How... i guess um friday yeah like so four days in itself oh man friday was long so i my weekend actually started on thursday hmm. um oh hush you um I took some time off. My family was all back in town together for the first time in like six months. And we went to a brewery, had a great time. I don't remember what I did the rest of that. Oh, I went bowling. Yeah. Right after that. Um, so I was drinking beer for like, I don't know, seven hours that day. Um, and then Friday I hung out with my family a little bit more. And then I was like, I'm going to have a nice quiet evening. And then at like four o'clock, John was like, Hey, do you want to go to this concert with me? And I was like, I mean, every fiber of my being wants me to say no, which means I should probably say yes. Keep in mind, um, Ryan was much further from the venue than I do. Um, so it was a lot true. more of an ask. Uh, three yeah. hours before the concert started, four hours before. Yes. And what's funny is I had been giving John a hard time since he posted on Facebook like months ago that he was going to this concert, I was like, oh, where was my invite? Where was my invite? And then he does finally invite me, but it's like three hours before the concert and it's like a minimum hour from my house, um, which was fine. I had a great time. I really appreciated John buying himself an extra ticket and then giving it to me. Listen, um, I need to let everyone know how I acquired this extra ticket um, because you know, tickets have come my way in the past in the form of, like, a giveaway, or actually, that's really it. Um, that's true. That's how John and I went to our first concert together. Yeah. In this case, I bought the, like, general admission ticket because um, I didn't want to spend the money on, like, the meet and greet upgrade VIP extra package or whatever. And then um, I was like, okay, if I really want to do it later down the line, I'll go ahead and upgrade it at that point. Um but they changed everything up. So instead of being able to just upgrade your ticket, you had to buy a full new, like full VIP ticket. So I ended up with a regular general admission ticket on the side. And I was like, well, either someone's coming with me or I lost my $26. So, uh, Ryan came with me. Yes. His, uh, his forever concert backup. Um, Do you want to tell the people why this concert was so important to you? Oh, yeah. So, the concert itself was uh, Grace and Chance, and I've been a huge fan since I was, like, 13. Um, some of you may remember he sang uh, Paparazzi by Lady Gaga at a talent show, and Ellen found him, and then he became famous after that. Not that famous, but, like, a little bit. Um, hmm. and I didn't even know that. Yeah, I saw him... He toured with Miranda Cosgrove, the lead, and iCarly uh, in like 2011, I think it was. And I went to go see him at the Delaware State Fair. Uh, I didn't even oh want to see Miranda Cosgrove. I was like, who cares? I'm just here for Grace and Chance. 
Um, and I thought summer. the only song Miranda Cosgrove ever sang was like the iCarly intro song. I mean, kind of. She has like two albums, but that was like that weird time where every Disney star had like an album for Ugh. some reason. Yeah. And you're like, you don't. It's like have mandatory to. to be a Disney star. Yeah, you're like, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Um, Yikes. It was actually a really fun concert, but the one I went to with you, Ryan. Um, I got to meet him beforehand, and like he hugged me, and we talked for a quick minute. It was so fun. I was geeked, and you all can see the picture on our Instagram where uh, Grace and Chance has his eyes closed. It's in between several confusing pictures of John and I. Yeah, not a single one of those pictures makes any sense. So, enjoy. and we don't remember them. So, I remember um, the one where you shoved I, your face in front of my camera. I remember that one, too, because that was when we decided your phone wasn't good enough to take the pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I believe you also mentioned that Grayson smelt very good when you um, got your picture with him. Yeah, he did smell very good. So uh, I texted you while you were, like, making your way to the concert venue, and I was like, oh, my God, I just met him, and I hugged him, and I smelled him. And you were like, or I was like, he smells good. And you were like, you sniffed him? And I was like, yeah. Like, (laughs) why wouldn't I? Um, I was just concerned for this poor boy's well-being. He's an adult. Anyways, the concert was actually quite <laughs> good. Um, I have never listened to any of Grace and Chance's music. I may have caught in a few bars while John was showering, but mm-hmm. I try not to listen too hard when John's showering. Don't lie to um, the people. <laughs> but uh, I ended up, the bit of the concert I remember was pretty good. Um, John and I both realized when we started drinking that we, neither of us had eaten dinner or really lunch. Yeah. Um, it started at eight o'clock. So it's not like it was a like early afternoon concert. We were deep into the evening when we realized no lunch. And John, John had been there since like what? Six o'clock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was traveling from like five thirty until seven thirty. Like I didn't get into the venue until seven thirty, and I had left my house at five thirty. So that was exciting. Um, I actually reconnected with a student from Mason. Um, he just happened to be my Lyft driver on the way over. Um, totally random occurrence, and we didn't recognize each other at first because we both had masks on. But uh, through conversation, we figured out we did know each other. So that was fun. The Metro ride was quiet for me. And then I get there and John was, as I'm walking to Union Stage, John was like, we're probably going to be some of the oldest people here. And I was like, God (laughs) damn it. And I get in line and I texted John and I was like, dude, there are people here with their parents chaperoning them. So I had a little bit of a different experience because I was there like before the meet and greet was before the concert. So I was like, oh, um, like there are two people here that are older than us and everybody else is like 14 to 18 maybe. Um, but once the entire crowd started coming in, it changed, it evened out a little bit more. But there were also <laughs> yeah, so. Parents. Even with me in line, the crowd was still... There was a few people around our age, but for the most part, there was, like, two creepy old men by themselves, and then, like, most of the crowd was between the ages of 14 and probably 18, and they were there with their parents, and then there was, like, a handful of people our age, but 
like John said, once doors opened and once we got in, I got inside and the crowd started to fill up, there was a lot more people that were like 24 to 32, probably. That's the gaze. There's so many gays. I hope so, because I was definitely hitting on a couple of girls. Now, thankfully, this event also had 21 and over bracelets on. So it was easier to tell who was okay to hit on because you could just look at their wrist and see if they had an orange bracelet or not. Fair. Um, remember when you hit on that girl and you didn't really hear her name, so I asked her friend, and he was like, <laughs> I was like, what's your friend's name in the middle of a song? And he goes, Peter. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> so <laughs> the other let's one. just set the stage for these people. First of all, I, I had never been to Union Stage before. It's not a big performance venue. Mm. It's like in the basement of a building and the stage is decent size, but the room that you're in is basically like an elementary school gym. It's all hardwood floors. It's maybe a hundred square feet and they've got normal speaker systems that you would have for like Jiffy Lube, which is a much, much bigger venue. Um, And so as soon as he started playing, you couldn't hear shit. You had to scream to hear each other. So I talked, I t- this girl who I had been talking about all night, she was standing in front of John and I, um, very attractive. I didn't even approach her. She accidentally bumped into me or stepped on my foot. I don't know. That was where the night started to get fuzzy. Um, and she like turned around to apologize. So we started talking. Somehow she tricked me into getting her another drink. I don't know if that was me or if that was her sorcery. But, that was you. Um, <clears throat> Probably. I went and got her another drink and I came back and, you know, gave her the drink, which was kind of surprising because, like, I've always been taught never accept drinks from strangers at bars, but whatever. Um, she was with her big, strong friend, so I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, her sure. tall friend. Yes. <laughs> I would not say strong. Her big, tall friends. Um, and so I asked her her name, which, of course, I'm trying to ask in the middle of a concert, so I can't hear her. I thought she said Heather. She's screaming into my right ear. I'm screaming into her left ear. And every time I tried to scream into a different ear, she was like, no, no, I can't hear in that ear. And I was like, okay, but I can't hear in the ear you're screaming in. So I need you to change sides. So I kept hearing Heather, Heather, Heather. So John finally goes to one of her friends and says, what's your friend's name? And he says, Peter. And I was like, um, I don't think he... I think he thought you were talking about the other one, John. I was like, not him. <laughs> I literally was like, no, 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 the other one. And he goes, oh, it was Emma. Yeah, so it was two, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, John, but two gay individuals. And oh, yeah, Emma, they're very correct? gay. Yeah. Okay. And so when John asked, who also, as soon as the music started, his gay flag went all the way up. Mm-hmm. Um soon as he asked, I understood why the guy said Peter first, because I would have also said Peter first if you had asked me. Um, I was like, but nice that was hilarious. You, Thank you. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh. So then, so at some point through some trickery of my own, I don't know what I did. I said, I said enough words in the right order that she gave me her phone number. But as she was giving me her phone number, she was like, just so you know, I'm moving to New York city soon. Hmm. And I was like, Okay, and John, correct me if I'm wrong, but we've heard that excuse before. I think so. It takes me back to July the fourth. Yeah, not like not even two weeks prior, Mm -hmm. the girl I was hitting on at the rooftop, which to be fair, you and Danny and Tina coerced me into flirting with. But anyways, um, 
when she gave me her number, same thing. We I'm moving to New York City to soon. Something that you wanted to do. Okay. For work. Huh. Fair. Fair. Anyways, ladies who are listening to this, I need to know what's the logic behind this. Why give me your number with the caveat of I'm going to New York City? Is that a new excuse that has just become commonplace? Is it a way to be like, I don't want to be mean, but I also don't want to talk to you anymore? Like, what's the deal with that? It feels like yes. <clears throat> but <laughs> the good news... We're not even sure it was a real number because I tried to text her and it never went through. So yeah, that's true. also that. The good news is Anyways. Uh, we both bought a lot of drinks last night, or that night, and I don't think they really charged our cards. Um, so. We'll find out soon. Um, <laughs> we both had a $1 hold on our cards, and then mine has disappeared. I don't have a hold or a charge, and John still has a pending $1 charge on his. But the concert um, was four days ago, like three days ago, so uh, whatever. Yeah, it was, yeah, I don't know. The, the worst part is... Neither one of us remembers that part of the night all that clearly. We had several drinks and in rapid succession. I don't I remember getting my bill and I don't remember if it said $108 or if that's what the total was after I tipped. I don't remember if I tipped or what. There's like 10 minutes I'll be generous, 10 to 30 minutes of time oh that God. I don't really remember that clearly. I don't remember getting on the metro. I do remember we struggled to figure out which platform we needed to be on. And then I don't know if I ever like John says he tailgated me out of the Metro. So he didn't pay to leave. I have my Metro card on my phone and it says trip in progress still four days later. So I guess I never swiped either, which begs the question, how did we get out of the Metro? I don't know. Cause I'm pretty sure there was no one directly in front of us, but whatever. Here we are. I, We're alive. I don't remember. I remember the concert ending Going to the bathroom, I have vague memories of the metro and paying our bill. And then the next thing I remember clearly is walking from the metro to your apartment. Yeah. I've blocked that walk out every single time because I hate it. <laughs> it was longer than I expected it was going to be. Yeah, it's pretty fucking long. <clears throat> well, what is it, like 15 minutes, 20 minutes? Yeah, probably 15. We walked fast because I had to pee, I think. Um, and we were hungry. We had food that was on its way. Yeah, we were so hungry. Um, yeah, so that was so, a wild <laughs> night. A very fun but wild night. And we totally had plans beforehand, too. We were like, we're going to go to this concert. It was on the wharf in D.C., so we're like, okay, after the concert's over, it's like an hour and a half long. We're going to go to like another bar or to a restaurant or something like that. And fully <laughs> went straight back to John's apartment Spent 10 minutes eating, and then John was like, I have to go to bed. Yeah. I slept so hard that in the morning when Danny got up, we were sleeping in the same bed. When he got up, I didn't, he said, you didn't move a muscle. I was like, <laughs> I woke up like an hour and a half later, and he was not there. And I was like, well, how did I miss that? Uh, I also didn't wake up when Danny left, but I was not in the same bed. Fair. Uh, yeah, so that... It was fun. Um, it was a really good night. We haven't had a night like that in a while, and that was a lot of fun. But yeah, I mean, I wish Grayson Chance the best of luck on this tour. He did Nashville. He went to somewhere else, I don't know, Chicago or some shit, um, this week. So go him. He's doing big things. He just bought a house. 
Yeah, and I like I said, I was pleasantly surprised. You know, I for uh, I thought it was going to be a solo act, but he did have a guitar player slash tech guy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> at one point, he was working with the soundboard too, so it was very confusing. Um, but it was really good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, as you can tell from our clearly deranged photos on Instagram. Um, but before we continue with the excitement for the rest of John's weekend, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. Based in Sterling, Virginia, Beltway Brewing Company crafts quality local beer. From award-winning session IPAs, sours, stouts, and craft hard seltzer, Beltway has something for everybody. Check out their tap room at 22620 Davis Drive, Sterling, Virginia, to get fresh beer on draft and cans to go. Use promo code QFYT15 in the tap room to receive 15% off your tab. Visit www.beltwaybrewco.com for more details. And we'd like to go ahead and thank our awesome sponsors, Anchor and Beltway, for always being there for us when we need them. Especially Most if we time. need beer. Or <laughs> empanadas. That's, that's true. Oh, God. I meant to take my mom down there on the 4th of July weekend. Next time. Oh, you didn't take her down there? I was going to say, if no. you took her out here and didn't tell me, A, I was going to be really offended you took her to Beltway without telling me, and B, you were like... 15 minutes from my house, and I was going to be even more offended. Us going to Beltway and our favorite Korean barbecue restaurant that we're hashtag not sponsored by. Um, yeah. Big mood. That would be a great um, day. We should just have her drive down for that. Hey, do you want to eat and drink? She's like, absolutely. Do you know who I am? If you don't want her to stay at your place since she hates your bed and she sleeps on the couch, you just tell her to bring that queen-size air mattress and she can have your old bedroom at my place. Yeah, mood. All right, let's dive into the rest of my weekend. Well, the rest of my weekend so, was pretty boring, so dive into the rest of your weekend. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I said, but whatever. Uh, um, <laughs> as many of you may be able to tell, I don't know what I sound like, um, but I probably sound like shit. You do. Um... So after that concert, I like a little bit lost my voice, and then the next day, Danny and I went up to Atlantic City, New Jersey for a comedy show, um, and we stayed in the Borgata Hotel. It was actually very nice, um, and that's where the show was in that same hotel. So we got there, um, we kind of settled in, had a beverage or two, and uh, we went to this show, and it was Burt Kreischer, and he's hysterical. He had two openers. The first guy was like, meh. Uh, but the second guy was also hilarious. <laughs> so I was like cackling all night long the day after this concert where I was screaming. <laughs> so I, for the entire, like, all of Sunday, I was just like, uh, it's so rough. And who did but, you go? Oh, you said Bert Kreischer, yes. Bert um, Kreischer, yes. But the perk of, like, being in that hotel was, uh, number one, we could kind of gamble and drink all night. Um, hmm. Went to bed at like 2 a.m. It was nice. Um, and additionally, the next morning, we went to, uh, and got a little breakfast brunch. Oh, wait. Brunch buffet. Sorry. Um, and then we kind of did a little more gambling after we checked out. 
And Bert, the guy who we went to go see, had kept posting on his Instagram story, oh, I'm down here, I'm in the casino, blah, blah, blah. And Danny and I were like, we need to go find him. So we walked around this big-ass casino. Keep in mind, though, he's wearing this. I I looked at his Instagram story to see if I could help John divine where his next location was going to be. And he's wearing this bright blue, yellow, and white jumpsuit with a giant golden lion in the middle. The dude's probably like... It was dark blue. Okay, I'm colorblind. Excuse me. The guy's like six feet, six two, and he weighs like three hundred pounds. He definitely has a presence in a location. That's why we were looking. We we were like, we can find him, but it was a very big, very windy casino. Like easy to get lost in. Either way, um, you texted me and you were like, "How do you not see him? He's wearing this like ugly, full like tracksuit." And not, like, a full minute later, I turn my head, and there he is walking by. Um, <laughs> but Danny's playing blackjack, and I, like, hit his arm, and I was like, hey, look, there's Bert. And he goes, oh, awesome. But he was winning, so he didn't want to leave. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, and uh, I forgot to tell you, the night before, um, Danny was playing blackjack, and there were, like, four other people at the table or whatever, and I was just sitting in the back watching him, texting, whatever, and there was another guy who was also doing the same thing, just watching his friend play, and he turns to me, he's like, hey, do you want to go hit the slots because this isn't my thing? And I was like, yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Literally out of nowhere, I had no idea who this person was. So we go over, I had already lost $25 in the slots on, like, six spins, so I was, like, kind of over-gambling. Yeah. So I go over, this man just points at a machine, he's like, I don't know, use that one. I put in the $20, and I cashed out with $133. And I was oh, like, shit. Oh. <laughs> so I, your just random new friend was <laughs> super clairvoyant Good or luck something? charm. Yep. Uh, so go him. Shout out to, I think, Andrew was his name. Hmm. Um, but, yeah. We had no idea what the machine was doing. Like, you hit spin, and there was, like, 15 bonus spins, but it was spinning on a different... Like, it wasn't the usual rollers or whatever mm. you call them. It was, like, a separate screen. And oh. then um, I was like, I don't know when I'm supposed to... Like, I don't know if I'm winning or losing or what. It just kept spinning. <laughs> and then at the end, it was, like, plus 50, plus 100, plus 125. Like, I was like, oh. Uh, okay. Okay. So I bought brunch. Well, look at you rolling in cash. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a good time. It was wild. But so when he does finally find Bert, he texts me. He's like, hey, I just found Bert. And I was like, go get a picture with him. And then like an hour later, he's like, I didn't. And I was like, why? He's like, I wasn't about to chase this man and his family down on their way to lunch. And I was like, okay, that's, brought- that's fair. So, I think they, like, chartered a flight or something because, so it was him, his wife, um, and then I think two of their three daughters, and then, like, seven of their friends because it's one of the daughter's birthdays, or one of their birthdays was that weekend. Um, So, they just, like, brought all these people, and they were, like, running down, or, like, I don't know, soccer 
wandering towards the buffet. Um, but when we went to the show, he brought out all the girls on the stage. They're like 15, 16. And he's like, I just want to embarrass them all. He had taken his shirt off and then like brought them all out. And there's just this <laughs> crowd of like 8,000 people or whatever. I don't know. Cr- clapping at them. It's great. I thought you wanted to meet his wife too and tell her how she's a hero of yours. I did. I did. I love Leanne. She has to deal with Bert. Bert, if you all don't know, is kind of all over the place. <clears throat> watch one of his specials and, on Netflix or watch The Cabin also on Netflix. Yeah. Those are both good. Um, well, I guess he has like three specials on Netflix or something. Yeah, he's got a couple. If you're not going to do that, if you don't want to watch a full special, just go onto YouTube and look up The Machine and like probably type Bert afterwards. And it's just this big pot-bellied man in his like 30s with his shirt off and that is the like the bit that everybody knows of his so that that'll give you an idea of who he is like two or three people throughout the show like shouted say the machine or like do the machine and he's like don't worry i'll get to it like (laughs) it's his greatest hit he's like i know don't worry (laughs) he parties hardy with both hands Oh, that's a good one, too. I love that That's one. part of the machine bit. No, that's a separate one. That's oh, when he went to basketball camp. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. Either way. Um, yeah, so he's on stage. He's telling this machine joke. And it's kind of involved. Um, and he gets towards the end, and he's not quite there. Um, but he says a punchline, and they turn on the like music to get him off the stage. And he, you could tell it just took him aback. He, like, looked to the side of the stage, and he was like, what's going on? And then just starts busting out laughing. He's like, I need two more minutes. And while it was a punchline, it wasn't the punchline that he was going for, so the joke wasn't over. He's like, are you trying to play me off the stage in my own, like, show? That's hilarious. But, uh, you got to wonder if, like, that was his tech guy who was, like, making a joke, or if it was, like, somebody at the venue who just read the cue wrong or something like that. Yeah. So I, I was wondering that, or if they were just literally trying to get him off the stage <laughs> because he had another show later in the night and they probably had to reset, get people out and in. So I was like, oh, I true. don't know if they're just trying to, I don't know, but it was hysterical. Um, it was a great show overall. <laughs> Needless to say, a good weekend filled with concerts and comedians. Baby. Uh, what do I have next weekend? I mean, I'll tell everyone about that then, but... <laughs> um, we are going to give a shout-out now since we uh, we won't record till next week, but happy birthday to our very own Corey. Um, he turns 21 this week, so happy birthday to him. We'll post something about him on hey. all of our social media on his birthday. I don't know what day that is, so... Um, and we're celebrating. That's one thing. We're celebrating at one of our new favorite breweries, Two Silos, on Friday. Excellent. You're there too, uh, dummy. My birthday's coming up, but I know. My <laughs> birthday's coming up too, but I'll, I'll say that next week or next week. <laughs> or it's next week. Um, I did look. We did mark down that there is another brewery in Ver- Northern Virginia that we were going to go to. I, I looked after we recorded last week. I don't remember what it is, but there is another one. Um, but we're going to start hitting some of these breweries pretty quickly um, because we're going to try to get it done in the next couple of months. Oh, now you're going to make me drive everywhere. Oh, my God. We'll drive together. Hmm. 
and keep your eyes peeled. Um, <laughs> we're going to start with our lovely patrons over on Patreon, but um, we do have a couple of new potential merch ideas that we're, uh, we're working on. So we'll be posting some of those later in the week too, to get your thoughts on that. And if you guys have any fun suggestions, please submit those. We always love to hear what the people think. Um, and if you're interested in becoming a patron and supporting the show more, just head on over to patreon.com and you can find us there and uh, support your favorite podcast. Or just send us a check. That or works cash. too. Oh, I love cash. Yeah. You, you just figure it out. Find us somewhere. Tell us where you want to go. Treat us to lunch or preferably alcohol. I got to be careful. We, uh, we shouldn't talk about alcohol too much. Um, we might be coming across as alcoholics. Um, listen, bitch, I, <laughs> Mr. Burt Kreischer himself just announced, uh, that in November, he'll be coming to Washington, D.C., which is great because we definitely drove three and a half hours to get to New Jersey to see him, but it's okay. Um, so <laughs> you better be going with me to that one. It's probably mostly a new show because, okay, I forgot to mention this was his first show back since the pandemic started. So he had this, like, notebook of jokes. He was like, where was I? Like, he just kept diving into jokes. <laughs> he had so much material to cover. And he was just filming his, his turning the machine joke into a movie. He was just filming that over in Serbia. And he had gotten back, like, a week ago. Oh, wow. Um, so he's, like, fresh, ready to, like, talk to people ready to be on stage he was super excited so i think whatever you get later in the game is going to be something different than what he has even though it's the same tour probably so like i mean i saw his so. posts he was talking about how great it was to be like back inside performing like on stage for people again and he was like yeah i have a late show tonight and the the security was like you know just so you know sometimes crowds get a little rowdy at night and he was like is it anything like an outdoor crowd in a parking lot because if it's not i think i'll be okay <laughs> fair enough uh it was a good time i'm jealous which and, means we have to go in november and um shameless plug for the borgata in atlantic city y'all know i hate new jersey um but the Borgata was super nice. The room rates were not reasonable, but everything else there was incredibly reasonable. Hmm. Like, you could get room service, like a room service sandwich and fries and everything and a drink for like 12 bucks. What? Like, that feels like a great, just regular price. Yeah. Drinks at at the, um, the show were $11 for a mixed drink. And Oof. I was like, I was like, that's a regular price in Northern Virginia. Yeah. Wow. Any show, meanwhile, be like $17. Jeez. Yeah, that's nuts. I'm sorry. Shameless plug. It, yeah, very nice. Um, and Danny finagled us into getting a room with a better view. So, oh, mood. of course. He loves his haggling. Uh-huh. Same. Um, yes, you do. Also, totally random note. Um, you said show enough times and it made me think of this. Um, for those of you Marvel fans out there or just people looking for a good TV show to watch... Um, I binged Loki this weekend, um, Disney's newest Marvel original TV show. Um, it was easily the best of the three that they have. I've watched WandaVision. I've watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier and now Loki. WandaVision was great. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was eh. And Loki was amazing. 
um, specifically the soundtrack. It was phenomenal, all around great show. Tom Hiddleston, wonderful, just amazing actor. They even have Owen Wilson in the movie, which felt like a weird casting choice. But then watching him interact with Tom Hiddleston, it was perfect. Oh, I know you don't have the attention span to watch it. That's why I didn't address that to you. I addressed it to the other people listening. Listen, if it was a a Marvel movie, I'd be all in. But the shows, I don't know. Well, I, also I'm too cheap to get Disney Plus. I'll give you my. Mm, I was gonna say I'll give you my login, but actually I don't really care. I'll give you my login. If you're gonna watch anything, watch Loki. You, I think you'll like it. You like Tom Hiddleston? You think I he's heard, cute? I heard on Twitter that. Um, isn't he the one that played uh, Spider-Man? No. No, that's... Um, ah, shit. Tom... Nope. Tom Hardy played Venom. Um, oh, something. Holland. Tom Holland. I yeah, I can see his face. I love him. What, Man, what did you hear on Twitter? Oh, I heard Loki was trash on Twitter. Oh, fuck Twitter. I, well, I'm just telling you what the people are saying. No. Bullshit. It was definitely the best of the three. It felt the most like a superhero movie slash TV show. WandaVision was good. Um, it was just like, it was definitely more of a mind bender. Mm. It was more of like a mystery question mark show. Loki's definitely a mind bending show because it deals with like time and timelines and time travel. So it's a little bit more complicated. But WandaVision was good. It's just kind of a weird setup. And then I really just, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, A, I'm not particularly drawn to either of those characters. I felt like they were kind of always backseat characters in the movies. And B, it was very politically driven. And it was just kind of like, I watch TV and movies to get away from reality, not to get more of it shoved in my face. (laughs) Good message. Definitely a good message. And I supported the message that was in that show. But it definitely didn't feel like a superhero movie. It felt like a political PSA from superheroes. That's why I don't feel like, or that's why I don't watch Will and Grace, the new, uh, mm-hmm. like the remake. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. <laughs> like I get it. It's, it's good. And I totally respect TV shows and movies and stuff like that, that choose to make a stance and be like, no, this is wrong. But when I'm watching something like that under the pretense of I'm watching something that's supposed to remove me from reality and all it does is just further plants me in it. I'm like, okay, well, that kind of took away from the point of why I was watching the show. Never mind. Not interested anymore. Yeah. Ugh. What else happened? Ugh. I didn't die. Well, that's a good start. I'm surprised we haven't yet. The amount of alcohol we put in our bodies. Smooth. I have a story for you, but I have to tell you off air. Okay. That always means that it's something so terrible that he can't tell the general (laughs) public, which means that it's going to be a great story. Oh, man. uh, I'm just a little bit suspicious. Well, I want to wrap this up then so I can hear this story. Um, (laughs) We will hopefully have some more fun stories for you guys next week after going to two silos this weekend and um, uh, hopefully maybe having... What? Two silos is the one out in Manassas. We, we went with Heather and Ellie. What? No, what day? Friday. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Maybe Saturday, but probably Friday. Oh, I can't do Saturday. All right, then we're going Friday. Um, That's what I was asking. Sorry. Yeah, we're going Friday. <laughs> Hopefully we get to go to maybe another brewery this weekend or next week. Um, and as always, 
you'll hear your lovely entertainment ninjas next week for season three, episode eight of Quarantine Free Thoughts. <laughs>